Good morning. Good morning. We're live in the chambers. Can you hear us? Yes. Good Thank morning. You very much. Good morning. How is everyone? Good morning, Chair. Good this morning. Is from the chambers. Good morning. Good morning, board members. Applicants are um, present at the chambers for the first item, and we do have a quorum. Um, the only one I do not see is our city attorney, um, Alex. I believe the, the city attorney just came on. There he is. Good morning, Tony Resio. We have quorum, and um, Mr. Ida, whenever you'd like to start with a Okay, let's order. go ahead and get started promptly. Uh, we'll call this meeting to order. Uh, if we could have the Pledge of Allegiance, all stand. Repeat after me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Excellent. Okay, um, before we go into roll call, I just want to make sure that everybody today is uh, appreciative of each other's time. Let's be uh, concise in our in our comments uh, and uh, be brief. Uh, we we obviously all have uh, uh, a short week, so let's let's definitely be conscious of everyone's time and brief in our comments. We only have three items. I'm sure everyone has studied them, so we could probably move through this quickly. With that said, if we could have roll call, please. Starting with staff. Lourdes Cabrera. Marcus Lightfoot. Tony Recio, city attorney. Right. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, have roll call of the board. Bridget Cavada Peniche. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Mariano Corral, landscape architect. Um, can I have the rest of the board? Uh, Tokaro, we're a board member. And Rebecca? Rebecca Cruz, good morning. Thank you. And Daniel Guerra. Is that all the board members I see? Excellent. I believe so, Danny. All right, very good. Um, then can we go ahead and proceed with the swearing in, please? Sure. Uh, thank you, Mr. Guerra. Uh, anyone who, who wishes to speak on any item in this morning's agenda, please raise your right hand. James, can you put on your camera, please? Whoever's going to be swearing in, please put on your camera. Okay, please raise your right hand. Do you swear or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Okay. I do. This is Lourdes McChambers. Thank you, Lourdes. And for the record, Ms. Urami Cabrera is also present. I am. Great. Via Zoom. Okay, Mr. Chair, go ahead. Excellent. Uh, Ms. Cabrera, if we could go ahead and uh, start with the first item. Thank you. Item A, ERPB 2023-009, Applicant Root Church, Inc., Property Owner Root Church, Inc., Location 6781 Southwest 72nd Street, 
Sunset Drive, Fourwood Church. The request is a two-story addition. This is the second review of the ERPB. It was lastly um, presented on June 20th, 2023, when the Environmental Review and Preservation Board uh, granted preliminary approval for the two-story addition. It had um, several um, comments and conditions from the board at such time. Those have been addressed in staff's report. Architecturally, we have the same, um, the same design with no changes. Landscaping, there's been changes. Also, if you recall, this item was pulled and it was mainly because there were still some pending um, traffic uh, conditions that I will read as part of the conditions of this request. That has now been um, finalized. With that said, zoning district is our religious and the addition is, um, if you recall, mostly on the east side of the property. And then there's the extension of the uh, parking lot um, with the um, landscaping, lighting, and everything that um, pertains to the, uh, the site improvements. Um, with that said, I just want to say that the total um, the intent is to add 27,888 square feet to the existing um, 40,264, totaling 68,152 square feet. And it accommodates um, the workshop room that is to remain, as well as a new workshop room and commonly related um, spaces, all the while maintaining the centralized courtyard design. Um, with that said, staff's um, recommendation is for final approval of the proposed two-story addition and the site renovations. Staff's uh, recommendation approval with the following conditions that a tree removal permit is required prior to the issuance of a building permit. The applicant um, shall provide ADA grace and slope as part of the building permit application on the civil uh, sheets. And the applicant shall also revise sheet C-6.01 also at the time of building permit, and it's in order to, uh, to place the stop, the stop sign on the right side of the drop-off area. Dimensioned uh, parking stalls and show clearance of the trumpet tree along Sunset Drive. It must comply with the Florida Building Code, Public Works Department standards and guidelines, and any um, comments uh, from today's uh, board meeting. Thank you. We also have here Mr. James Williams, uh, representative attorney and representative of the Wu Church. Thank you and welcome. Good morning. Thank you, Lourdes. Uh, good morning, ERPB board members. James Williams of Holland Knight, located at 701 Brickell Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33131. Uh, this morning, I'm joined by our entire design team of professionals, as well as members from the church. Um, as you may recall, this was approved uh, preliminary, we received preliminary approval on June 20th, 2023, approximately five months ago, almost to the day. Um, the reason it's taken us five months to get back here is because we've taken all of your comments that you made at the June hearing, really digested them, and made as many corrections as feasibly possible to keep this project viable. Um, you know, typically it doesn't take so long, but we've had several meetings with your um, C with CGA, who reviews your traffic study, who has given us a conditional approval um, based on just making slight modifications to the plans at the time of building permit. Um, and they have been read, those were read into the record. 
Um, we've been working with your staff in terms of design changes and, and providing more detailed information. Um, and since then, we, we really think that the plans speak for themselves in terms of the changes that we've made. Um, certain changes and comments that were, were asked at the last hearing, um, uh, Mariano, as you may remember, um, it was a site to play, put the pine trees in a, in a certain area to pay homage to uh, Commissioner Welsh. We've done that on the corner of the property on the east side along uh, 72nd. Um, we've also added the, the bay rums to the plant list as you also requested. We provided uh, a more detailed landscape buffer along 67th Avenue and as you, you had suggested, the, the, the silver buttonwoods. We've actually placed them in between those gaps of the actual buffer, so you have more of a filled area. Um, and those silver buttons, as you recommended, were, were the ideal choice for the power line issue because we didn't want to have a tree that would cause a conflict with those power lines. We've met the uh, visibility triangle requirements. Um, we've provided the chart for the existing uh, trees and those to be relocated. Um, we've also just uh, provided you in the response in your staff packet how the drainage will work for the courtyard. Um, the actual plans are gonna be addressed at time of a uh, building permit with the MEPs, but we've, we've provided you with the subterranean structure that we're gonna, we're gonna use. Um, we've also used the, um, the lighting requirements. It was a, a comment that came up by several board members just to ensure that the lighting was of code, which it's, it meets all the code requirements and with the additional hedging that we're providing along the border of the property, um, there is not anticipated to be any lighting spillage that would cause any effect to any of the neighbors. And as you may remember, it's currently the neighbor's lighting that affects our property. And so with the additional landscaping, we take care of two birds with one stone. We've also received, as we said, the, the, conditional, traf the conditional approval for the traffic study, minor comments just to the actual um, site plans like adding a stop bar, um, but the actual data and everything has been accepted with the circulation plan. And those, are by, those were created by our expert traffic engineer and reviewed by your expert traffic engineers for the city um, through CGA. And then we also had, uh, one of the comments was uh, to have a life safety consultant review the plans, which we've also done. And, and it's it as well as a building, at time of building permit, a life safety plan will be submitted, but we've already had a life safety professional look at the plans and is in agreement that they are good to go. So with that, I will stop talking as I know it's, it's, we're right next to Thanksgiving and everyone has a, a busy day. Um, but I do wanna thank everyone for their time and we're here to answer any and all questions you may have. Thank you. Thank you very much. At this time, we'll open this to public comment. Uh, do we have anybody in chambers? There's nobody in the chambers, but, uh, but the applicant and staff. Thank you. Is there anyone online that wishes to give public comment? If so, please raise your hand. Seeing none, we'll go ahead and close public comment and now I'll go to the board. Again, I encourage everybody to uh, be concise and to the point. Uh, it is a short week and we need to be conscious of everyone's time. Uh, Ms. Pinochet, do you have any questions? Everything's good, thank you. You hear me? Thank you very much. Mr. Corral. No, in fact, I'm glad that the attorney pointed out the things and so forth. In fact, that buffer uh, looks terrific because it actually has what he's done is uh, sculpted the grass and still provided the buffer. So kudos to Brandon on doing that. And uh, 
that's all the comments I have. They follow everything that uh, we recommended. There's nothing more to be said. Thank you, Mr. Corral. Ms. Ware. I have no comment. Thank you, Ms. Ware. Ms. Cruz. I just appreciate all the work put into it, and I'm happy to see the end product. Thank you very much. Uh, I uh, do have one comment. Um, in, in, I know that there was a conversation as well uh, around noise, aside from light pollution. Um, and I just wanted to know um, what considerations have been made to keep noise within the facility as opposed to outside of the facility. And what, you know, if anything, does the city have in place uh, to ensure that uh, we don't have excessive noise uh, at any time outside? Would you like me to answer that or staff? I'm happy uh, to answer. We, we, you can go ahead and start. So, so in terms of noise, from the very beginning of the design, uh, as as the current church layout is set up, it's more focused on the west side, which the west side is the residential side. And so, when we were in the very beginning of the design of these plans, the whole idea was to change the location of the auditorium from the west side and put it to the east side. The east side is where that uh, commercial the office building is. The, the I believe it's a two or three story office building. And the reason we did that is because office buildings usually aren't, uh, they're usually empty on a weekend, which is when the mass is gonna occur. That was just a location change uh, for that specific reason to keep any noise away from the residential side. On top of that, we've also, you know, we're putting in about a million dollars worth of, of soundproofing. Um, we're even designing the actual auditorium in a way that the angles play off each other, just like you'd see at a, at a, at a ballet or an opera facility. Everything has been taken into account to keep the noise inside. We're actually also using soundproofing materials, which you only have right now in the existing facility is, is a soundproofing wall that is not integrated into the actual structure. It's just after the fact, because it was, it was designed so long ago. Um, so they, they've limited it right now. And, and even right now, it's, it, there haven't been noise complaints. Um, the noise complaints, uh, any noise complaints that could come up with the new design, it shouldn't because we're gonna meet the code requirements. You also have uh, the code enforcement has the ability to issue noise complaints based off, uh, I believe if noise is leaving a certain distance of the property, correct me if I'm wrong on that one, Tony, um, but there are avenues that if the noise gets um, too severe, um, which we've done everything in our power uh, to make sure that it's not an issue, but say it should be an issue, code enforcement does have the ability to cite us until we can adhere to the noise, the noise um, enforcement measures. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Gaya, just to, yeah, just to add a little bit of context about what the code require or provides for, section 15-82 uh, limits plainly audible noise or music that is plainly audible from 100 feet away uh, from the source. So there's, there's ample, I mean, this is a large property it should be able to contain uh, whatever's on there, especially with all the enhancements that Mr. Williams mentioned. Um, but to the extent that it does not, it will be subject to code enforcement. Okay, I, I, I look forward to uh, not having any complaints and I thank the applicant for their detailed response and addressing all the items we previously had noted. With that said, can we have a motion? I'll make a motion for approval. Do we have a second? I'll second the motion for approval. We have a first and a second. Uh, let's go ahead and and uh, call the vote. Uh, Ms. Pinochet? Yes. Mr. Corral? Yes. Ms. Ware? Yes. 
Ms. Cruz? Yes. And I too vote yes. Thank you very much to the applicant and uh, have a great day and a great week. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thank you again for your time. I really do appreciate it. So close to the holidays. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Corral, next item, please. The second item for review this morning's ERPD 2023-026, applicant Louis Fortu, property owner 6616 Somi LLC, location 6616 Southwest 64th Avenue. The request and the design is a one-story new construction. Um, it is uh, zoned RS3. Uh, it's a single family, one story within the RS3. The design complies with section 20-3.5E uh, of the Land Development Code, which are the dimensional requirement guidelines um, for residential. The lot size meets all of the um, RS3 um, requirements as well. It is a 91.23 feet exceeding the 75, and the lot size of 10,035, which exceeds the 10,000 square feet. Uh, therefore, the design is also in compliance as to height. It does not exceed the 25 feet maximum allowable. The proposed is 16.3. Those are the requirements within the um, section 20-3.5E. It also underwent development review committee in September 12, um, 2023 with the other um, departments. And since then, the grading has been revised. Uh, it includes um, uh, contours and um, along the uh, swell area. The landscaping uh, is, has also been designed by the uh, registered architect. As we all know, the requirement is um, on a one story, the design can be done by a registered uh, architect and a landscape architect is not required. A uh, tree removal permit has also been submitted and it's for the record um, application number ZTR 23-1355. And the, 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 the request is obviously for approval of a one-story staff's recommendations also for approval with the following conditions that it meets set forth section 20-3.5E dimensional requirements, the landscaping, section 24.5 F4B, and they must pay into the city's uh, tree trust fund um, in addition to require mitigation as per section 24.51A43, and any comments from the board this morning. The applicant, and I, um, Louis Fortua is present, and I believe his architect, I saw, I thought I saw the architect, Hidalgo, Mr. Hidalgo, thank you. Welcome to the Environmental Review and Preservation Board. Did, were you sworn in at the beginning of the of the meeting? Were you sworn in? I, I don't believe you were, Mr. Yalgo. I, I don't recall. There was quite a few things on the screen, so I, I don't remember. Yeah, Mr. Yalgo, please please uh, take yourself off mute for a moment. You guys can't connect? <laughs> no, impossible. They cannot connect. You. Can you call in? Please. That way we can see you and you can speak through the phone. 
Hello? Yeah, yes. we couldn't unmute. We couldn't unmute. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, uh, tell me. Yeah. That was that was that's what that's what I was making all, Got the, it. all, the, okay. all the noise. Um, okay. Okay. Well, I can. I, I think you guys are both off mute now. So please raise your right hand. Do you swear or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? We do. Thank you. I do. Okay, Ms. Carrera, whenever you're ready for them to, to present. The applicant, go ahead now. Oh. If they're ready to go, absolutely. Mr. Hidalgo, Mr. Futu, did you hear staff's presentation? Were you able to hear me? Or you couldn't hear me? You yes, heard, yes, yes, heard yes, me? We Okay, so I, yes. I gave my presentation, my report, pretty much um, for the one story. That's the one we're on now. If you would like to add any, any comments before the board starts uh, their discussion. There's so, also oh, no one you. at the chambers, but uh, Marcus and I. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for the City Commission and an honored guest. I stand before you today um, to address a matter of great significance and, and potential to our community for years to come. We want to, you know, we're bringing this proposal uh, before the board, you know, fairly, you know, to get your approval uh, today. And, you know, I think we have engaged through the planning process, you know, very closely with all the different stakeholders within the city. And now we're seeking your insight and feedback to ensure the project is not just about a, a structure, but, you know, like really how can we enhance, you know, the city for years to come. Thank you. Thank you very much. If there's no further questions, uh, we'll go ahead and open this to public comment. Is there anyone in chambers that wishes to comment on this item? There's no one but Lourdes and Marcus at the chambers. Is there anyone online that wishes to comment on this item? If so, please raise your hands. Seeing none, we'll go ahead and close public comment and we'll switch to the board now. Uh, and we'll start with Ms. Pinochet. No comment. Thank you, Mr. Corral. Um, I'll wait for last, please. Okay, Miss Ware. For me. Thank you, Miss Cruz. Um, I have no further comment. I appreciate Lord is presenting the product law. Okay, um, Mr. Carl, did you want to go ahead or did you want me to go first? No, no I'll go. Um, I find issues with some of the location of the plant materials. I, what I understand is a one-story building, and the architect can design this. Um, let me just say that he also has to show some sort of proficiency that he understands the type of materials, how they work together, and what can uh, what can survive down here. A case in point: cherry blossom. The cherry blossom only goes up to uh, zone nine. We're in zone ten and eleven. And there's a reason behind that is because the cold weather what causes the snap of those blossoms to bloom. So they want to take a chance on that, that's fine. However, in our land development code, because of the fact that uh, uh, he's mitigating, uh, he has to put native trees on this site. Cherry blossoms, not a native tree. Neither is a solitaire palm. Neither is a ficus benjamina uh, tree. None of these uh, um, shrubs and trees that he has called out for, with the exception of the live oak tree, are natives. So that shows me that there is no knowledge about that. Our board is to be able to make sure that we not only follow the land development code, but that the proper plant materials are used. And so 
being the fact that the following house that we're going to see is done by a landscape architect that I respect a lot, I'm making a recommendation to the architect, talk to him. Let him give you some pointers of what you can do in the front, what changes you can do, and that way it will be cohesive and makes sense and you can follow the land development code. That's it. Okay. Excuse me, Chair. Thank you. Excuse me, Chair. Yes. I just would like to uh, piggyback on Mr. Corral's uh, comment that solitaire palms and Texas ficus benjamins are actually prohibited invasive trees and they are not allowed to be planted or, and if they are there, they, they must be removed. They show that they do remove Marcus, okay. the, uh, the ficus benjamina. Just, let me see something here. Just making uh, sure, just making sure, sure stating it for the record. Yeah, no, no, no question about it. So in reality, uh, um, I'm sorry, the architect's name, um, is it Lewis? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the owner, Mariano, and thank you oh. so much. Thank, and thank you so much for your, your insightful uh, comments. Actually, this is something that we have already discussed. I've been with Marcus. He already told us about, you know, the invasive species. Good. And we're in the process of getting those removed, actually. So, by the way, uh, you know that you don't have to mitigate because they are invasive. You do not have to mitigate for that. Okay. That that is that is correct, and and, and I appreciate the comment as well. I mean, uh, like I said, you know, we've been working very close with you know like city officials, and they have been guiding us through through the whole process. Okay. So so, so no taking. Yes. I have a question for the chair and the board. I would like to be able to separate this from the architectural, approve the architectural but allow him to refix the landscape correctly. That way they can come back in two weeks or four weeks or whatever, or submit it to staff and that they follow the land development code. Cause I don't want to stop you from proceeding forward with it, the architecture that looks great. Cause I have no problem with the architecture. Okay. So if, if pardon me, Mr. Chair, if I, if I hear Mr. Carrag correctly, what you want to do is, is bifurcate this, approve the, the architecture. architecture. Plans, okay, yes. and, and have them bring back the landscaping plan on its own. That is correct. On its own. Right? Yeah. The applicant, does the applicant find that acceptable? That's uh, absolutely. I, I really appreciate okay. that. Okay. I, they haven't voted yet. So I just want to just want to make clear that what, no. the, what the lay of the land is. I okay, think that's Mr. A Ada, I'm sorry. That's a logical thing to do. Through the chair, if I may, that has been done in the past. Mr. Yeah. Resu, just for your, for your FYI. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Very good. Thank you very much. Um, okay, I just have a couple of comments. Uh, you know, I appreciate the detail on the site and 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 reflecting the uh, the drain field septic tank and um, and the pads and and good. and AC units. Uh, I also appreciate the um, the the uh, elevations uh, being very detailed. Um, I do not see uh, power or water uh, entry to the property, so I'm not sure how that. Uh, it relates to the vegetation or any of the large trees that are being uh, put into place. And so I did want to have, have a, a conversation about that. Um, do you have any detail on, on where power and water are coming in? Uh, not at this time. I mean, we haven't, you know, like worked on the MEPs yet. Um, right now we have what was uh, currently what was existing there. I mean, already actually the property has been already demolished. It's already been uh, so, you know, we'll be taking on, you know, wherever the water was, you know, like feeding the existing or the old house, that will be, you know, what we will be using for, for water. And for the electric, it was actually coming through the back. And what we're going to do is we're going to do it, you know, like underneath. 
So uh, basically, you know, what we do, but that will be part of, you know, like the new, the new plans. Okay. Um, so I guess then if, if we are going to bifurcate this, uh, when we come back with the, the landscaping plan, we can, we can identify where water and power are coming in as well, uh, just to make sure that we don't have any large roots or uh, obstructions that'll be a problem down the road. Um, with that said, uh, Mr. Resio, do we need to uh, call a vote for the bifurcation or do we just uh, do that by executive order? Let, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this as a as a as a, a motion to bifurcate and approve the art. It can be a, all one motion motion to bifurcate. Right. Uh, approve the architecture. Yes. And bring back and have the applicant bring back the landscaping. Okay. All one motion. Mr. Yep. Crown, would you like to make that motion? I make a motion that the architectural plan, the architectural is um, uh, it will be uh, approved, and that the landscape plans will be re, um, be brought back to uh, for us for review. Uh, separate the votes both, and uh, any other comments from staff and from the board. Do we have a second? I'll second that for Mr. Corral. We have a first and a second. We'll go ahead and call the vote, Ms. Pinochet. All good, yes. Thank you, Mr. Crow. Yes. Ms. Ware. Yes, so sorry, the mute button gets weird sometimes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ms. Cruz. Yes. And I too vote yes. Thank you very much uh, for your time and we'll move on to the next application. Uh, Ms. Corral. Could you call the next one? Uh, yes, just I just have one question because I know Mr. Lewis Porto is going to ask me. Landscaping is coming back. Is the grading coming back as well? That's my question. I see Mariano noting his head yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if the landscaping evolves, the I imagine. Landscaping with the grading, okay? Just so we know yeah. that's coming back. Thank you. All Thank right. you, Lurgis, for the qualification. Next item, ERPB 2023-027, applicant Louis Fortuil, property owner 5909 SOMI LLC, location 5909 Southwest 76th Street. The request uh, is a two-story um, new construction within the RS3. Uh, this lot size is uh, non-conforming um, as per section 20-4.8D, non-conforming lots of records. And it's a non-conforming lots of record because it does not meet the minimums, the minimums of 10,000 and 75. This lot size um, consists of 6,842.5 square feet, which is under obviously the 10,000. That's why it's result in a non-conforming lot of record. And also the width uh, of this lot is, um, where does it say, 59.5 feet of lot frontage, therefore it fails at, um, to both because of the lot frontage and the score footage. However, although this is a lot uh, that is non-conforming, uh, non-conforming lot of record, because of lot frontage and the lot um, score footage, the Land Development Code does allow for a new home to be built as long as the dimensions and the requirements uh, confirm with section 
3.5H, which are the dimensional requirements for a two-story single-family uh, home. The um, square footages are all um, explicitly stated in, in, the, in the staff's report and meet the section 23.5H. We also have the elevations at a maximum height of 2310, which is in compliance with the um, with the maximum allowable of 25 feet. As I stated, the land can remain non-conforming, but everything as, what I mean by everything, as the home gets designed, it must comply with current code um, dimensional criteria. The Development and Review Committee also went in September um, 12th. Both homes have been um, coming along together. Uh, they took a little bit, just in case you're wondering, because of the obvious changes, uh, increase in impervious and increase in the in the um, the actual building coverage for one-story homes. With that said, this home also um, has been designed by a landscape architect, as required, because it is a two-story uh, design. A tree removal has been submitted. Tree removal application number CTR 23-1100 is also attached. And uh, finally, there's even some emails that the mango trees um, have been uh, okayed um, to be removed. And of course, would require uh, mitigation that is part of the, um, included in, you know, the uh, Arborist Report prepared by Robert Kurz and it's dated September 13th, 2023. Uh, as I mentioned, the email, which, um, uh, concludes that it's okay to remove the uh, mangoes as long as they mitigate, and that's a condition in staff's report. The two-story design must meet the Florida Building Code. Staff's recommendation is for approval. The request, obviously, is for approval. Uh, meets requirements set forth in Section 23.5H, uh, dimensional requirements for two-story, the landscaping, Section 24.5F4B, the required tree mitigation and any comments and suggestions from the board uh, this morning. Both reports have had the uh, the tree removal and the arborist report and photos. Uh, I didn't get to ask the architect to put up site plan or rendering so you can get tired with my voice, but um, I'm trying to speed it up this morning. So my apologies, I did forget to request that the architect uh, show some a rendering or site plan or elevations. Uh, maybe you can do so if it's not too much of a troublesome. And welcome Mr. Fortu and Mr. Hidalgo. Uh, thank you so much again uh, for the opportunity. Uh, certainly this, this one has been a little bit more of a challenge, you know, given the dimensions of the, of, of the lot. Um, uh, you know, right now, you know, we're, we're just looking, you know, to continue, you know, like moving the, the project along, uh, including uh, the removal of the trees that, that we have submitted already, the request based on the plant. Uh, and, and one of the challenges that we face there is that, you know, the two trees that we have right now on the, on the site are making it very difficult, actually, for us even to do the, the demolition of the existing structure. Uh, and that's because, you know, that's exactly, I mean, it's a corner lot and the two entrances to the lot are exactly blocked by a tree. That's why, you know, we had to uh, request a removal of the mango and there's another, another one that is on the, on the, on the 76 side. Uh, 
So, but other than that, you know, we are, you know, requesting, you know, how, you know, we can continue moving the project along. Okay, if that concludes your presentation, uh, we'll go ahead and open this to public comment. Is there anyone in chambers? No one in chambers? I can't no. hear? No, there's no okay. one in the chambers but Marcus and I. Excellent. Is there anyone online uh, that wishes to comment? If so, uh, please raise your hand. Seeing none, we'll go ahead and close public comment. And uh, we'll start with the board. Uh, Ms. Binochet. No comment. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Crow. Yeah, uh, let's go to, for a moment, to sheet A3 for a moment. Um, just a minute. First of all, let me say this, that considering the tightness of the site and the fact that today we have no architects on board, um, I'm going to live in myself and, and be very careful on the things I say uh, from an architectural point of view, even though I truly believe with 42 years of doing this, that I think I have a little bit of knowledge of what I can see about balance and all. I love this house and I'll tell you why. Took a very, a very tight site and the way that he engaged the center of the house to be the entrance is what I like about this and the fact that you have a side loading garage. Um, and when you when you look at the overall, it, it just fits nicely within that lot. Now, uh, the only thing I did not see is where you're fencing off for the protection of the pool as by code. Maybe I missed it somewhere in here. I'm trying to find it. Uh, it doesn't show on the landscape plan either. Let me double check on that. Um, I just can't find it. So if we need to add that, it's a minor thing, but you got to make sure that that swimming pool, um, obviously you have the protection uh, and according to code. Um, and now let's go to the landscape for a moment. Mr. Cajal, uh, one, 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 quick, one quick note. That will be required as part of the building permit, no matter what. Yes. It will not issue the pool permit. Yes. So, so that's something. I mean, I you don't you don't have to include it as a condition. It's fine to mention it, but you don't yes. have to because it will be covered. Correct, Mundo. But again, yeah, and they're going to have to show it anyway, regardless right, right. and so forth. So, okay, um, sorry. Continue, please. No, no problem. So, on sheet L one, when I see the tree number five. It says poor condition, and I read the arborist report from the city arborist. My question would be, why don't you remove it? When you read the arborist um, definition of what is poor, is it the tree can is uh, it's gonna fail? It's gonna fall. So my question would be, why keep it? Why not remove it? You eliminate a headache. Number one. So uh, if you're keeping it because of mitigation. I think you're doing yourself a disservice because it's actually going to help you because here's the deal on sheets uh, on tree number six, that's a mahogany tree. Someone is going to have to go there and selectively branch prune that tree so that your workers can get in there and build the house. It's two story and it's not out of the way. Um, and so when I see that, I said, I'm, I appreciate that. Not a, I'm not concerned, not even about the root system of the trees because 
the existing house already has stopped the roots originally there. So coming back and filling the house there, the roots is okay. They got sufficient roots going to the neighbor. So that the anchoring system for that mahogany tree is not our problem. I agree with you on the banyan tree. I never felt that the banyan tree should belong in small lots. And I'm glad that that's going to be removed. It also uh, helps out for many other reasons. No problem issue with a mango tree either. The only one that I'm concerned is um, the oak tree, tree number nine, because it is close to the power line, which is something that I'm, I'm going to make a request that the landscape architect show where the power lines is, because that's going to determine what kind of trees you're going to use underneath those power lines. You are missing additional street trees, which are required by code. I believe there's supposed to be five along here. However, because of Miami-Dade County uh, Public Works, the way they, they come up with a visibility triangle, which is something that's not which I did not mention on the other one too, they show needs to show that, is that the actual measurement winds up being about 70 feet long. And then when you draw the triangle, you cannot put any trees on the corner, but you still have to put them inside your property. So I go back now to the landscape plan, uh, what Gary did. And if you look at the landscape plan on L2, he has put calophyllum around the perimeter, but not if a tree number nine is, it will suffocate that tree totally because of the rep, how fast those calophyllum will grow. And in addition to that, they're not native, but I don't have a problem because it's going to give them that privacy that he needs. So an issue here is you're going to have to make a decision. Either you redesign and put this calophyllum alone and remove number nine or relocate number nine, and that will help. Or um, just remove number nine and mitigate for it. It's only one tree, probably wind up being only one for one. It's not a big deal. Now, and this is a design issue with the, the landscape architect. Wedelia. Wedelia, once it's planted, it will go out of control and get everywhere. It will grow into your shrubs, your trees, so forth. I would not use it, but that's the choice of the landscape architect and leave them to him. The rest of the property, as in terms of the design, is excellent. Um, I have no issues with that. Below, the landscape architect does show the fencing around the, uh, the side. Good for him. So as far as I'm concerned, these are the only two issues I see here. Um, it does show the visibility triangle there. I think it's overall, uh, Mr. Fortoni, it's an excellent project. Those are my minor comments in here. Uh, uh, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Corral. I mean, and, and I'm always open, you know, I, I, I always listen to advice. So if there's any suggestion in terms of, you know, alternatives to your daily, uh, definitely we don't want it to go out of control. So that's for sure. It's, um, again, but, it's a suggestion from that aspect. Uh, but that will be that will be something that I'll take with the landscape architect and I have them, you know, like see how we can, you know, like uh, maybe you know, change. change that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Otherwise, it's excellent, sir. I really like the house. I think it, it will contribute to that uh, to that corner and to the neighborhood. We may start new homes coming up that uh, uh, as we move towards the, uh, you know, we're getting more into the modern, modern homes. But 
Congratulations. I really like yes. this. Yes. Thank you so much. I live right around the corner. So thank <laughs> you, Mr. Uh, Ms. Ware. Ms. Ware? No comments. Sorry. Thank you. Ms. Cruz. Danny, one very quick. Do we have a, a septic tank here or is this? I, I, a... I had that on my list. That one's sewer. That one's sewer. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Cruz. Just to piggyback on Mr. Corral with the limited lot, I do love the design of the home. And it's nice to see you improving the neighborhood where you're currently living. And, and I'm excited to see the outcome. I am sorry to hear about all the issues with the landscape and, you know, I find it challenging to be able to kind of approve something where you still have all of these, these challenges. So hopefully it all works out and, and you guys can move forward. Thank you, Ms. Cruz. Um, yes. Yeah, so my question was the septic tank. Hey, you've answered that. Uh, it, it is on sewer. I'm happy to see that. Love to see more of that. Um, and I, is it me or am I missing it somewhere? Where do we have grading lines anywhere? Uh, um, I, I, no, right? We're 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 missing that. No, no, they should be in there. Hang on. No, they do have it. A two. Ah, on A two. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mr. Corral, did you get a chance to review that as well? Yes, I remember that. I saw that's why I was able to go back very real quick. I have no issues with it. Uh, Again, yes, it's, a, it's it a very tight area. Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, that concludes my questions. Can we get a motion? Ooh, I make a motion for approval. Um, before we do that, hold on one second. Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, for two. For two. That's in table for two. For, oh, for, <laughs> well, like me, Corral, like the shootout of the OK Corral, you know? <laughs> um, what, what are you going to do with tree number five? Will you take that in consideration whether to remove it or not? Um, only because I think eventually it's going to give you a headache. So what I'm going to make a motion is for approval, subject to our comments, and to consider about taking out tree number five, because in the long run, uh, it's gonna help you. And also that you will wind finding out that you're gonna have to do some selective branch pruning on that mahogany tree, because otherwise your workers cannot work with that, those branches going over it, okay? So that's gonna be a very selective kind of thing. It's gonna be very important to see how that's gonna be done. Uh, Gary can help you in terms of uh, uh, the procedures for that. No hat racking, very selective branch pruning. So I'll make a motion for approval uh, with uh, staff and uh, board comments. I second that. We have a first and a second. We have a vote, Ms. Pinochet. I agree. Yes. Mr. Corral. Yes. Ms. Ware. Ms. Ware. The mute button. Yeah, Ms. Ware. Ms. Ware, Cruz. are you there? Ms. Cruz? Yes. And I too vote yes. Uh, Ms. Ware, did we get you back? How do you vote? 
We'll count that as an abstention. And with that said, the motion passes. Hey, thank you much, very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for the commission. The applicant is free to go. Thank you. And uh, moving on now, um, we will go ahead and have an approval of the uh, meeting minutes of the meeting on November 7th. Can I have a motion on the approval of meeting minutes? I'll make a motion for approval. We have a second. Those in favor, sir? I wasn't present at that one, so I can't second it. I approve. Uh, so, so I second that. Second. I was present. Uh, 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 all in favor, say aye. Aye. Uh, any opposed? Hearing none, that carries. And uh, the next meeting will be December 5th, uh, 8.30 a.m., same time, same station. And with, with that said, if there's no new business, this meeting is adjourned. Everybody go and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you very Happy much. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, everybody. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.